Good morning, and thanks for joining me again as we journey through the Psalms. Well, I looked this morning, and we actually started uh, this journey with, of course, Psalm 1, and we did so back in June of 2020. Uh, so we've been at this about two and a half years now. Of course, we, we took some time off for, for Christmas celebrations and Christmas and Advent devotions and Lenten devotions and perhaps some other themes, but we've been at it a while. And I hope you've been enjoying the Psalms I have. Uh, I've really enjoyed this journey and uh, pray that you'll stay with me uh, until we go all the way to Psalm 150. Well, today we're looking at uh, Psalm 111. If you have a Bible nearby and can grab it, uh, please read along with me. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. In the company of the upright in the congregation, great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of splendor and majesty is His work, and His righteousness endures forever. He has caused His wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear Him. He remembers His covenant forever. He has shown His people the power of His works in giving them the inheritance of the nations. The works of His hands are faithful and just. All His precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to His people. He has commanded His covenant forever. Holy and awesome is His name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Well, our devotion this morning is going to be fairly brief, uh, but I want to give you a little technical background up front. Uh, Psalm 111 is an acrostic poem in which the first words of each of its 22 lines begin with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. The only exception is the hallelujah translated praise the Lord in verse 1. Psalm 112 is also an acrostic following the exact same pattern as Psalm 111. So they are a matched pair. Psalm 111 is an acrostic poem about God. And Psalm 112 is an acrostic poem about the godly person. The theme of Psalm 111 is quite clear. It is about the works of the Lord. Verse 2, great are the works of the Lord. Uh, verse 3, full of splendor and majesty is His work. Verse 4, He has caused His wondrous works to be remembered. Uh, verse 6, He has shown His people the power of His works. And verse 7, the works of His hands are faithful and just. And you know, when we consider the works of the Lord, one thing we must do is praise Him. Therefore, verse 1 opens with a command, praise the Lord. And the Hebrew for praise the Lord is transliterated into English as hallelujah. I enjoy the contemporary chorus, raise a hallelujah, for it reminds me of this psalm and so many like it, which call us to raise up our voices in praise to the Lord. In light of God's wonderful works, how can we help but raise a hallelujah? How can we help but sing and praise the Lord? And one of the things I like to do with the Psalms is pray them back to the Lord. 
for they give us a beautiful language of praise and prayer. Now, that's something you might consider with this psalm. For example, you might read the first part of verse 2, Great are the works of the Lord. And you might simply pray, Lord, your works are great. Uh, they're bigger than I can even fathom. So I praise you for them. Or you might read the first part of verse 3, Full of splendor and majesty is His work. And you might pray, Yes, Lord, splendor and majesty are, are just two of the words I might use to describe your works. But they're even more magnificent than that. For And I am grateful to be one who benefits from your majestic works. So thank you, Lord. And if we're praying this psalm in particular and giving God praise for His works, we would want to be certain to praise Him for His supreme work in sending His Son to die our death and pay the penalty for our sin. Uh, psalm 111 speaks in verse 5 uh, of God providing food. And that's probably a reference to the manna God gave the, in the Israelite wanderings uh, as they exited Egypt. Verse 6 uh, he gives the people the inheritance of the nations. Verse 9, God sends redemption and He commands His covenant. All of these are likely references to the exodus of the Israelites from Egyptian bondage. And certainly we, we remember that story with gratitude. It's, it's one of the most beautiful stories in the Old Testament. But as Christians, when we hear those words, we also remember all that God has done in Jesus and how God has given us an even greater exodus from Satan's dominion and the penalty and the power of sin. So when we turn to a psalm like this, it's a perfect opportunity to praise the Lord for Jesus. Well, beloved, I urge you to keep studying and praying the psalms. Let's pray now. Oh Lord, like the psalmist, we seek to give thanks to You with our whole heart. We declare great are the works of the Lord. They are full of splendor and majesty. So wonderful, so majestic, so beyond our deserving are Your works. And Father, the greatest of Your works is sending Your Son to die in the place of sinners like us. It's really hard to comprehend that You would give Your life for someone like me. And surely others listening feel that same way. And yet, Lord, You've done just that. You've died our death so that we might live forever with You. Oh Lord, we praise You. Oh Lord, we adore You. Lord, we are humbled by Your great love for us. Clearly, we do not deserve it, and we cannot earn it, but we certainly delight in it. All glory, honor, and praise be unto you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, today and forevermore. Amen. Well, I would urge you to keep studying the Psalms. Whether you choose to study with me or not, uh, study on your own. Continue to pray the Psalms. I think it's just a wonderful way to give praise and glory to God. Well, God bless you all. Have a great week. Goodbye.